Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. everybody. Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, your show host and business development manager at Engage. On behalf of myself and the team at Engage, I want to welcome you to our bi-weekly show. So many of you have been tuning in week after week. Every single week, we offer you two incredible guest experts. Some are authors, some are founders, some are CEOs. They are all incredible guests with excellent insights into the digital marketing era, how to do business, how to get more leads. And today we're talking and we're learning about how to get customers asking to buy. If you sell B2B and you want to boost your conversion rates and client experience, then today's talk is one that you don't want to miss out on. And be sure to stick around after our guest experts' incredible talk. I will be sharing with you our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week, and you don't want to miss that. So make sure you stick around for our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. Before we get started, I want to mention that all of this incredible information is brought to you by Engage. What is Engage? It is the world's only free forever suite of 25 plus tools that will help you in your marketing, sales, and support needs. It is free forever. There are no locks, no upgrades, and the platform and software is all about improving the customer experience. Let me give you a quick look at what you can find at the Engage.com website. You're going to find this incredible platform that allows you to provide convenience for your customers. You can engage with customers where they are, whether that's on your website or on social media. And we also give you the tools to help you build trust, tools that allow you to personalize engagement and product recommendations. All of these tools are completely free. And on top of that, there are optional features to also help you if you want to start your own company live stream. Maybe you want to have some engaging media and video on your website. We have a media team as well. So if you're looking for more leads, if you're looking for consumer engagement, if you're looking to build convenience and trust with your customers, you want to check out engage.com and I will pop up our engage.com website right there. So you can screenshot that and check us out after the show. That's www.ngagge.com. Okay. Without further ado, it is time for me to introduce you to our guest this week, who is visiting us today all the way from Australia. His name is Steve Brossman. Now, if you don't know Steve and who Steve is, you need to. Steve has created several six and seven figure multinational businesses. One happens to be 
in the world of environmental products. And he created a product, invented it and everything that has sold over 4 million units in 26 different countries. He is a highly regarded and sought after speaker that has spoken in 15 countries and trained over 65,000, 65,000 entrepreneurs, professionals, and business owners to stand out in their market. In 2012, Steve was named the internationally number one video marketing influencer of the year. And if you've not yet seen one of his videos, if you're watching and you're joining us today and you're in the audience, he's, he's certainly going to send you one because he's amazing at following up. And last year, he was selected and published alongside 40 of the world's most innovative marketers. And if that wasn't an impressive resume enough, Let's add that he's also a nine-time Amazon number one selling author. He has 20 years of TV and video experience, which has included hosting his own TV show on Channel 9 and years as an executive producer for Warner Brothers. And on top of all of that, he's a former national professional track champion. So Steve, I want to welcome you to today's Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, we're so excited to have you here. Hey, Marissa, thank you uh, so much for an awesome introduction. And um, I tell you what, I feel like I should have been born in 1800 to get all of that stuff done. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a bit of a whirlwind. I, I am a track person, a sprinter. Um, so we'll be going pretty quick today. We will dive into things. And as we get started, I want all of you watching to drop us a comment in the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from. Let us know uh, if you're a client of Steve's or let us know how you found the show today. We would love to know exactly how you found our show. And if you've watched our show before, let us know that you're a, a visiting guest. Maybe we've got a couple of visitors who watch from Facebook who have been watching every week. They're part of our original our original Engage gang. So let us know if this is your first show or if you've been tuning in each week. We'd love to hear all of your thoughts and comments and questions for Steve. Now, I am actually, if you couldn't tell, I'm actually stalling for just a moment because I am uploading a couple slides um, from Steve. Steve prepared a really great presentation today for you. And I think I've got everything we need. Steve, I have three slides. Is that what we need to get started? The three? Hello. Okay. Um, and I'll pop them up in order, right, Steve? So we'll do that in just a few minutes. Okay. Now, Steve is a highly sought after speaker. So he's going to be sharing some incredible insights, tips, tricks, and he's going to help you be able to boost your B2B sales and have your customers asking to buy. That's what we're talking about today. Before we get into our talk, Steve, I just want to say that Anne is joining us and she wanted to personally say hello to you. She says, hi, Steve. Larry is joining us from Brazil today. Thank you, Larry. And then Anne just shared that she is joining us from Oceanside, California, and she saw your promoting of the show on your Facebook page. And I've known Annie for probably 20 or more years from my previous life in the health and fitness industry. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, as we're all surviving this pandemic, the health and fitness industry is <coughs> really booming. We all need all the encouragement and positive vibes and positive um, habits, I think, uh, that we can. 
Erica is joining us from St. Louis, Missouri. She also saw your promoting of the show on Facebook. Thank you so much, Erica. And then Larry chimed in to let us know this is his second show. And he's actually from, uh, he, I guess he knows you in Brazil. Is that right, Well, Steve? Larry actually falls into the process that I'm actually teaching people because um, what I did um, to help you guys is I connected with the people on the last few shows, connected with them, sent a video, built a, a mini relationship, um, and through that, Larry's here. So that's a part of what I'm going to be uh, teaching people today is uh, how we can actually build a relationship and have uh, that great relationship with them so that they actually come asking to buy before you even get to talk to them. Amazing. And then Eleanor is joining us from Dallas, Texas, and she actually saw our post on LinkedIn and she has seen some of my other uh, webinars. So Eleonora, thank you so much for joining us. I really hope that all of you, Larry, Ann, Erica, Eleonora, I hope that you find Steve's live interactive talk today very, very insightful. I hope you learn a lot. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump into our time with Steve because he is so highly coveted. If you have any questions throughout our show, please leave them in the comment section. I promise you I will get to every single question. So no question too small. We will get to every single question today. So without further ado, Steve, by the way, what time is it in Australia right now, Steve? <laughs> it's, oh, no, the sun is just starting to come up. It's uh, 6, 6.09 a.m. So. 6, 6.09 a.m. is Steve sips his coffee. I've already got wine <laughs> on the brain. It's almost happy hour here. Let's dive into this amazing global show produced by Engage. So Steve, in our first conversation, when I first met you, we had a Zoom call and I learned that you actually got into the business world and, and the world of business kind of on accident. Can you share with the audience the path that led you really into business, into sales, and then ultimately sales coaching? Yeah, um, I was a professional track athlete, um, did quite well. I was a, a national track champion. I was training for the Olympics. Um, and through you know, doing a lot of the overtraining probably is what caused it, um, I crushed three discs on my back and a sprinter doesn't run really well at all with three crushed discs. And it was actually through rehab that I fell in love with the, the growing, the emerging health and fitness industry. And I thought I could do this, but I could do this better. I wanted to do it a different way. So I opened up my own health club and a lot of what I'm teaching today is the things that I learned right back then and how to really build programs that stood out, create the value, communicate it. Because what I did when I opened the doors, like people, you open your businesses, just because you build it, they don't necessarily come. So I invested very heavily in sales and marketing. And from then I actually fell in love with the sales and marketing side. And that's how I actually got into business. So I actually got into it by accident. By accident. Uh, well, tell us, you have coached and been a speaker in front of over 65,000 business marketing sales professionals globally. So you have a lot of people coming to you with questions, problems, needing advice. Is there one common problem that you have found across the board that many of your clients are asking for you to solve? I think a lot of it came... 
when the internet started taking hold and one of the biggest weapons that the consumer has, and we're going to be talking about this, you know, their biggest weapon is this thing here. You can be compared with 10 other people with the click of a mouse and within a minute. And it's what I'm going to talk a little bit more on as we go through. And I talk about the brown box syndrome. Those who title themselves by their occupation or category, whether you're a trainer, a coach, uh, a consultant, a mortgage broker, if you call yourself one of those, then there are thousands of others. And you're being judged quite often by the experience they've had with others in that area. And so if you're sitting on the shelf, it could be gold inside. But if you're looking and sounding the same as all the other brown boxes there, quite often you're getting judged on price. And the people that come to me and say, Steve, um, other people are taking my clients, even though I know I could do a better job and I'm not standing out and I'm not getting the quality people, it's because you are the brown box. And that's the first thing that we're going to be talking about in the, the journey to get people to buy is get out of that brown box syndrome. I love it. Now, you have prepared an amazing slideshow for us, and I think that's great. We're going to kind of work through some of those slides, and I, I I do hope I put them up in the right order. Should I go <laughs> numerically with the two, the seven, and the ten? Does that sound good, Steve? Or uh, We'll go for that. We'll go for that. Okay. <laughs> Just for everybody's, we did a trial, we did a practice, we did everything, and it didn't work. We thought, hey, what is plan B? Because we wanted to make sure we had a great plan B for you guys. And this is plan B and we're going to make it exceptional for you. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Well, let's talk about this a little bit. So do you find that the problem that you're helping your clients with, does that vary across the industry to industry or geography to geography? Or is every client kind of battling that same issue that you just spoke about? Yeah, I keep telling people that it's all exactly the same, but it's all totally different. The, the problems that most people are, are facing, and I, I work with a lot of professionals and knowledge professionals, and I call it the COVID conundrum. There are more opportunities for people to provide their services than ever before. There's more demand because of the things that have changed. There's more people out there now teaching people how to do it. And there's more charlatans coming in, particularly if you're in the coaching industry. I'm getting two or three a day saying, hey, we can help you grow your coaching business to six figures overnight while you sleep, drinking tea, whatever. So there's more, more things going on out there. And that's happening in all the different industries. And it's a matter of how can you adapt? And let me share this one thing with you. Everybody was told to pivot. I hate the word pivot because pivoting is actually changing direction around a stationary point. I'm all about helping people maintain momentum and accelerating, but being agile to adapt to things on the way. And that's what people have to do. It's the same problem. You have to be agile to adapt. You have to stand out in your market and communicate the value, but it is totally different for everybody as they get into it. So let's talk today a little bit about the, the fact that the digital era is really changing the sales dynamic. If I had a mouse, I'd pick it up. I don't even have one anymore. I've got mine right <laughs> on my thing. Um, but you're saying now, especially with the click of a mouse, Steve, that the customer has more control. The customer has greater access to information, greater choices. The customer, the client, the prospect now is also because of what you call kind of the 
corona conundrum, right? They have more people that are bombarding them saying, I can do this for you. I can do this for you. I promise you this while you're sleeping, I'll do this. So ultimately, is it true that that what is going to make you stand out today is really putting the customer first, making the customer feel special, right? Giving the customer that feeling that they're in control. Is that truly what you're going to be teaching us today? I hate using cliches, but I'm going to use one here. Okay. We actually do business with people that we know, like, and trust. And, mm -hmm. and that's it. And, and quite often, because we are being bombarded, if we're not knowing and liking and trusting people, we just go to the lowest price. But mm -hmm. what we're going to be talking about today, what is the best, the fastest way to create a good relationship with people? and really engage with them. And we're about to start talking about how do we increase the buying energy? And the first thing is increasing trust. And to be use, using some of the different tools to create that relationship. Imagine you're in a fantastic relationship with somebody and somebody moves in down the road. You don't really know them. You don't really trust them. You don't really know that much about them, but they, they're in your face a bit. And you say to your beloved partner, hey, honey, I'm going to go and do business with the person down the road. I don't really know them. I don't really trust them, but they're in my face and I'm going to do it. You never really leave a great relationship. So what we're trying to create is a relationship with people that they won't leave and they'll value you even before they're starting to do the transactional side of that business. Well, one thing that we promote because we found it to be true at Engage is that ultimately the world is already so competitive. The marketplace is competitive. Businesses are competitive. The way to stand out is to be convenient for your customers and to build trust. Because when you do those two things, you are going to not only have customers converting faster, buying more, then they are going to remain loyal, right? And when you build that relationship with a customer, which we're going to learn about today, I mean, you could potentially have a customer for life, depending on your product and depending on how that relationship grows. Yeah, when you do it right, you build the relationship, you also build the retention. And one of the great things that I love about Engage is, is your communication center, your, your, your conversation center. And when I started my health club, I had a thing with my team and we were calling it past the baton. Now, if somebody came in and joined, we would find out all the different things about them and, and their personalities, what they liked. And the person that was getting them started would then pass that information on, pass the baton, pass the relationship on to the person that was taking them through the program. So the person that was taking them through the program was creating a relationship very quickly because they knew all about them. And with you guys, you've created this great platform so that if you've got a multi-team of, of salespeople and service people, all of their details are in one place. And I love it because it's stuff that I did in 1983 that you're doing in a better way now to pass the baton, pass the it. relationship <laughs> baton from one person to another so that we're talking on a human, not just a prospect basis. Now, if you're just tuning in saying, what is this guy talking about? What's a baton? I think he means baton. 
baton. <laughs> in the U.S., it's past the baton. So if you're just joining us, welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. I'm your host, Marissa. And today, Steve Brossman is here all the way from Australia. He got up extra early to be able to join us live. And we're really just jumping into everything he's going to teach us today. So Steve, let's do that. I have I have four slides really set up for you to be able to kind of go through a little bit about, you know, what you're known best for, which is, you know, an incredible sought after speaker who understands how to get customers to come asking to buy. So should I put up your pyramid slide first or the slide that I want to make sure I do this in the right order or the slide that says conversion, uh, conversation to conversion. Is that the good one? Yeah, let's start with that one. And I'm hoping because I sent it to, oh, good. That work? Yeah, yeah, that, that is absolutely perfect because um, there was transitions in it and I didn't know whether it was going to send the beginning or the end. Okay, let's go through a typical sales journey. You've got outreach or you've got people that are connecting. And that's the bottom part that we're going through. We've got the buying experience and on the... Uh, on the vertical side, we've got the buying energy. And it's something that a lot of people don't really think about. Now, if you're a brown box, if you're a professional or a professional company and you're selling a product or a service and you're outreaching to people or people are coming to you, uh, you're, you're seen as that brown box. And if they're about to have an interaction with you and you're only a brown box and you're seeing the same as everybody else, the buying energy, the excitement level of getting to do business or talk with you is not that great. You're actually seen as a commodity. You're seeing the same, same as everybody else. They're probably shopping around and they'll ask all the questions of, you know, who are you? What do you do? And um, then they'll just compare you. Then salespeople are taught to qualify. Are you the right person for me to sell to? Now, that's not going to excite the buyer at all. So the buying energy stays fairly low. Then everybody is taught these days to get them on a discovery call or a free no obligation strategy session. Everybody knows because it's used across every damn industry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> discovery mm -hmm. call is just a sales call. It's for me to get on, have a chat, uncover what your pains are, hammer you with how we can fix them, and then I'm going to pitch to you. So the energy actually drops the minute you're booked in for a discovery call because the buying resistance goes up. Now, that puts a lot of pressure on the sales call itself. And then people that are teaching selling and sales calls, um, they say, let's build rapport. You know, the first 10 or 15 minutes is building rapport. Then we go into your pains and then we go into the, hey, this is our pitch. This is why we're good. And then it's why you should buy from us. And then one of the biggest things that salespeople teach you is how to overcome objections because they're expecting them. Whereas when you take them through the other buying experience that I've got here, and I've got the two words up the top, conversation and conversion and the AT, it all starts with where you're at when you start the conversation. Now, if you are an authority in your particular market, you 
uncover something that's unique about you, something that um, you stand out in doing. And most businesses do something that's slightly different. And when I'm working with my people, and I had a couple of slides on this, we take them from, if you want to write this down, when you go from an A, I'm a consultant, a coach, a planner, a an IT professional, to a V, I am the something. And quite often, if you have created your uh, your positioning, your system, then you are the, and I am the authority catalyst. And I help a lot of people do that, the creator of, and we help people create their blueprints and how they can work with those. So when you go from an A to a V, you're positioned differently. So if you're the authority, the excitement level and the energy goes up because I'm talking to somebody who's really cool, they know what they're doing, and they're different to others. And if we can whack it back up again, please, oh, Marissa, the next up. level yeah. is I've got the saying, you cultivate, not qualify. Now, cultivate is drip feeding them some good information, not just content, not just about me. Um, I've got a thing that I call the LinkedIn 36-minute sales funnel. When somebody contacts me, then they're sent some information. They've got a Hey, Meet Steve video. There's some videos in the information. We're starting to build the relationship. And I know Larry's here because he's seen a couple of videos of mine. I've reached out and we're starting to have a good chat. So we're building a relationship. And that's the cultivation process. Now, I don't particularly care if somebody reads my stuff, watches the video and thinks I'm an idiot. I don't want to talk to him because guess what? I don't have to talk to them. But if they get excited to take the next step, <laughs> then they say, well, I'm going to make an effort. I, I want some more information. I, I'm looking to build a better relationship with this person. I think I'm going to book in for a call. Now, the difference between a discovery call and the calls that I help my people is they are high value and outcome based. Now, one of them that I work is a, an authority unpack and planning session. And it's valued at X hundred dollars. So that's the, the big thing there is like, wow, I want an authority unpack. I want this person to unpack what I'm doing and having a chat. It's a discovery call, but it's perceived higher value. Now when I'm working with um, really high level CEOs, they basically do a prominence and performance call where we're looking at their, their prominence, how they're standing out within the organization in the market and their actual performance and that's a high-value call versus a discovery call. Now, if you can put your hand up, just say that you know people <laughs> who do discovery calls. You don't have to dob yourself in. Say, yeah, I know somebody who does discovery calls. You are making the sales call so much harder because they're getting on there with resistance. And then sooner or later, this person is going to sell to me. Okay, but they're, they're coming in and I'm about to give you something of value, which is the high value call, the authority unpack or the performance and uh, prominence call. So they're getting on with an, a higher amount of anticipation. They can't wait for it. Now, the piece of resistance, because I do have um, a video background and for the last 10 years, I've actually been doing uh, pre-video chats. And um, let's pick uh, let's pick Larry and say so Larry's booked in for a call with me and we're going to go through his business or him personally, 
I would have a quick look at his uh, website. I'd have a look at his LinkedIn profile, whether it's via webcam or whether I'm down the beach using my phone. Hey, Larry, Steve here. Great to see we're going to have a chat on Friday. I can't wait. Oh, by the way, I've had a quick look at your website. I've had a look at your LinkedIn profile. I've got some awesome ideas for you that I can't wait to share with you. I'll see you on Friday. The excitement level, the anticipation goes through the roof. And let me share with you, in the last seven years, I have missed one discovery call because they're not discovery calls and I'm using getting the buying energy ready. So imagine the difference. Somebody's been qualified, they're booked in for discovery call, they know that they're going to be sold to versus they've got some great information, we've got a relationship with videos, we've just got that personalized call and you can actually do it semi-personalized. Hey, Steve here, saw you book in for the call. Like one of my mortgage broker guys who's a franchisee within an organization uses this same flow and he is booking 84% of people that come in via a cold company website and the company average is 24%. Three times the company average by just doing this. And it is a pre-recorded, hey, it's Clyde here. Great to see you book in. Can't wait to see you here in the office. We're looking forward to doing this, this, and this with you. Um, and, and here's what you would expect. Um, I've got a higher level client who is competing with the multinationals in the commercial real estate space. And we've been working with him for two months and he's got the same flow. He sends the video email out with the, uh, the pitch to get the listing. They have not missed one listing in the last six weeks and they have listed $245 million worth of property and they've beaten all the big guys because now they get the, the thing. It's like, you guys are so different. We, we feel as if we know you. We know that we can trust you and it looks like you're going to do the best by us. It becomes harder to say no than it does to say yes. And just by adding these steps, we're increasing the buying energy before they actually get to talk to them. So that's the that's the slide upwards that is right across the board from solo coaches right through to multinational organizations. This is being implemented and is, is very effective. Now, I think you've got the pendulum next. I do. I do. You ready for that one? Yeah, yeah. Th this well, is this is so exciting. This one. This is so neat, and I just want to chime in really fast, Steve, because obviously the show is all about digital marketing, right? Mm. And you touched on a huge part of that at the end, or actually it was like kind of throughout your slide. But this idea of a live video call, you know, we're all about. I know you may not like the word pivot, and and I get that, but we're all about <laughs> change, right? And we all have to embrace that. The world is becoming more digital. We, you know, the old school method of newspaper ads and trade show marketing, you know, like everything really has changed and we have to change our business model to keep up in order to grow and scale and thrive. So I just want to point out from my perspective, especially coming from a digital marketing platform that helps businesses grow and scale with tools, that this makes complete sense because it is very much keeping keeping in line with 
just how technology is allowing the experience between a salesperson and a buyer to completely change, you know, with di with digital aspects <coughs> like live video. I mean, we didn't yeah. have that 20 years ago. So. Larry's actually put a great comment in there about networking mm -hmm. and people that go to networking events and sometimes feeling unsolicited contact, etc. Let, let me pop that the, up and let's share that for anybody. Yeah, who's, and, and who's, this you know. is, I've been to and the online networking events over the last six months because people are realizing we've got to do it because you guys are in so much various levels of lockdown over here over there, uh, it's exploded, the number of online networking events. And I've been to so many that th this this is the, the plan. <laughs> I've written a, a, a whole flow for how to 10X your networking your results, and it's exactly the same thing. Don't go in and introduce yourself as a brown box. You've got to stand out within the group. You've got to really talk about how you can work with people, help people, and deliver the exceptional service and, and title yourself as a the, not an A. Then the process after that is, is pretty well the same. I will have a an individual or a group video. Hey, Steve here. Great to see you at the XYZ Network event. Um, may not have got to talk to you, but hey, here's a little bit about you. I think we can get some great things happening between the two of us. So there's a video. It's like, wow, everybody else just types in, hey, I didn't get to meet you. Please book in for a call. But if you find something valuable, let's have a chat. As a gift, here's a couple of chapters of one of my books that I'm, I'm sure you'll find interesting. Now, that is the law of reciprocity. That's the relationship building. And that's the, wow, I did something that nobody else did, which is a video. And it's relatively automated, but it is still perceived as a one-to-one. -one. And that's the real big difference is you step them up through that buying energy ladder and let me tell you, two weeks ago, as a result of two different networking events, I had four calls. And this is what I talk about is we got on the call. Then we had a chat. Um, I'm about to talk about swinging the pendulum. I uncovered what it was, showed them my blueprint on how I work with people. They said, wow, that, that sounds exactly what I need. All four said almost the same thing. Steve, do you have programs on how you work with people? And, and how can we do that? All four asked to buy and all they were was a catch-up call post a networking event because it was creating the relationship. Now, the other people who saw my video and probably thought I was an idiot didn't get a call. They didn't book in. So I only get to talk to people that are excited to talk to me. So It's a win-win, right? Because we always say time is money. Time is yeah. precious, so why would you want to spend the time having a discovery call with someone who's on the other end, feeling like they're about to be sold, who, and they've already turned off, right? You want to have Absolutely. calls with people that are interested, that want to hear what you have to say. Um, before we get to your next slide, I just I don't want to gloss over this question slash comments because um, I'm not sure what he means, but maybe you do, Steve. M Marcelo says live streaming e-commerce is a new killer use case. I'm not sure. Do you understand what he's asking? Or I'm going to be the first person to put my hand up and say I'm not an e-commerce guru. However, I've seen um, people use still creating that emotive connection with people, even in e-commerce situation. Um, actually, one of my clients now was, uh, well, she still is, uh, number three 
uh, customer experience guru. She's the highest rated female. And it's all about the customer experience. And if you could have different videos communicating with people as if I'm talking to you, not just, hey, use all buy this, then there may be, well, I know there is a great way, and I know some people are doing it well, to integrate the perceived live um, videos in e-commerce. I'm sure if you're just selling small ticket items, they'd have to be pre-recorded and, and automated. But if it's a high ticket, there may be an option for for the live as well. And again, I will say I'm not an e-commerce expert, but it is still all about how can I increase the buying energy and increase and build a relationship with the people that I want to uh, want to work with or transact with. Great question, Marcelo. Thank you so much. All right, Steve, I'm going to pop up the pendulum slide. Does that work for you? Yes, please. All right, there she is. Cool. Now, here is where most people fall down and where you can make a, a massive difference. Most people, this is the emotive sales pendulum, most people talk about the needs and all the sales gurus basically say, if you could get in and solve a lot of people's needs, then you'll make a lot of money. Well, potentially you can but you'll miss out on a lot of money. And here's how you can look at your communication and here's how you can work and really increase the value of um, your, your business itself. Now, the need is what's wrong. And most people will, if they're in a sales situation, will listen, hear a need and jump straight in and say, I can fix that and this is how. You will then be seen the same as everybody else that could jump in and say, I can fix this, and this is how you become a commodity. So then you're basically judged on price. What you really need to do is take it to the next step. And I say, swing the pendulum. How can you swing the pendulum out towards the pain side? Now, a lot of sales gurus say, uncover a need and then aggravate the pain. I'm absolutely against that. People say, let's aggravate it till they almost cry and then they've got to buy. I'm totally against it. You swing the pendulum with energy and empathy. They want to see that you're energetic about helping them. You want to see that you're empathetic about it. So you take it up to the next level is how does that affect? Now, how does that affect your life? How does that affect your business? And that's a, a way that you can quantify. The next slide is, is all about the three levels of influence in sales and it's collaborative is the middle one, getting away from imposed influence. So how does that affect your business? How does it affect your business not having A, B, and C? And then you can collaborate on, well, yeah, I'm not having this. It's costing me X thousand dollars a month. It's costing me this. It's costing me that. How does that affect your life? Because you're not doing that. Well, I'm not getting home to see the kids. I'm missing out on their soccer matches. So they then quantify emotively and financially how the the the, uh, the need is affecting them. Then the next swing of the pendulum is the crucial one that most people don't get to and say, wow, that's got to be so frustrating. How's, how's that make you feel knowing that you're not getting the $10,000 into your business a month, knowing that it's not growing, knowing that you've got to do all the work and not being able to hire the right people to grow the business? How does it make you feel not getting home from dinner? And, and you can really take it up and you want them to articulate how it actually makes them feel and say, wow, we've actually got a system. We've got a blueprint. We've got a roadmap. We've got a something. Sell the system, not yourself, to be able to help you with that. 
what would it mean to you if, and then you quantify the value that you're going to work with them on? How would it affect your business if our system not only delivered that extra 10,000, but we know that we could deliver an extra 15,000 per month? How would it affect you knowing that you could actually uh, put the people on to grow your business and you'd quantify and collaborate on how it would look like when you've implemented it? And man, I got to ask the question, how would it make you feel knowing that you're going to get home of a nighttime, have dinner with your kids, you're not going to miss out on their soccer? That would have to make you feel. So you've swung the pendulum from one side to the other. I got the saying that when the bigger the swing, if all you're doing is swinging it down the bottom in the needs, a small swing, that's the red zone of death in sales. <laughs> it is. That's why it's colored red. And that's what so many people do and they're taught. That's all they have to do. But one of my great mentors said many years ago, when they understand that you understand, you've virtually got the sale. And that's what you do with the swing of the pendulum. You, you go through the quantitative, but you also swing it to the edges on the emotive. So you've got a bit of everything there. It's not just all the hallelujah and you sell on emotion. No, you've got to back it up. And you could deliver, if we could show you a system to deliver that, and that's via one of our blueprints, would it make sense that we get started working together? Now, I'm now using this with um, with high-level organisations. And we've got a system where you actually quantify the call. You put a value on how well did they articulate the pain, how well did they articulate the payoff. It's them, not you and multiply that by the urgency factor. So if they could say, yes, I'm really feeling this, and yes, I really want that, and yes, it's urgent, that's a high-ranking call. And what I've done with a number of uh, businesses is they've had to rank their salespeople and appointment people. I had one company that sets appointments for their people, and they were setting a lot of appointments, but they weren't highly valued and they weren't getting on the call ready. So all we did, we set this system up and say, you now have to evaluate the emotive connection and the emoting, emotive feeling of the person getting off the call, ready to talk to the salesperson. They've been going and they project that that alone over the next 12 months will deliver 235,000 extra by rating the people going from the appointment setter to the actual salesperson. Just I, by, yeah, it's just, just phenomenal. If I'm understanding you correctly, too, I just want to make sure I understand. You know, you had the salespeople versus the appointment setting people. You're also putting a little more, I want to say, responsibility, right, in the hands of the appointment setting people, saying, "Hey, you know, you're part of this organization too. Maybe your quota is ten appointments a day. Well, come on now, let's put some responsibility on your plate to actually vouch and." You know, make sure that those are 10 solid quality appointments. You know what I mean? If you're a part of, I mean, this is just me saying, oh my gosh, you're asking them to play ball, right? Versus just check the box. If they came in, they set the 10 appointments and they left, which if those appointments do ultimately turn into a conversion, that ultimately lets them feel, I mean, they feel good and then they feel valued and they feel like they're a part of the team and they're yeah. not just coming in and checking the box. So it's giving them tools, it's giving them systems, it's changing the KPI from the appointment setter and also the salesperson. 
So instead of just saying, I did a great presentation, and we'll go down to your playing ball, I did a great presentation, but they didn't buy, versus the KPI is on how did they respond? How did I get them to feel? How did I get them to interact? And it's like, well, how do I rate that person in my presentation instead of how did I present? And that's like the picture. I threw some great pictures, but damn, they hit them out of the ballpark. <laughs> it's like, I, I did really well, but they didn't. And it's now because of the power being on the buyer, it's like, well, how can I get them to engage, get emotively connected and see the value in what we're doing? So if we click to the next slide, we'll sure. see the different levels of, um, of impact, of, of influence. So we'll do this, right? Your pyramid? Yeah, yeah. See, over the years, I've seen a lot, I've been a part of a lot of sales trainers and most of what they are doing is imposed influence. And a lot of marketing is this. And one of the big things is I'm telling you how good we are. I'm telling you we can fix this. I'm imposing my values on you. So that's imposed influence. And they do it in a nice way. And that's okay. The next level is collaborative influence. And that is where you actually collaborate with somebody and co-create a, a solution. And that is the biggest thing there. Um, I don't think I actually sent over two slides that was on mine that would really work. Now, imagine I'm coming in with some great ideas. I've got a whole heap of PowerPoint presentations and I can present to you, which is me imposing. What we teach is create what we call blueprints, create that million dollar one page where my system, the way that we work with people is on that one page. Then it's a matter of annotating, writing on it together and say, Marissa, if we were to do this, if we were to create your authority position and help you stand out and attract a better level of client, we know that that would probably increase around 10 or 15% in income, in higher fees and more people. What would that on a monthly basis mean to you and your business? And you would work out some numbers and we would write that down. And by the look of it, you're selling your packages and your programs this way, you're selling per hour. What if we put these together, which seems to be higher value, and we put better price and people could get greater results, better retention, just the retention alone increases you know, your fees. We'd work out what an extra percent of retention would be. And if they're getting better results, does it make sense that they're going to talk more and you're going to get more referrals? What would one extra referral because of the clarity around communication and you getting fantastic results be into your business? And we're writing that down. So what's happening is, A, they see a system, it's visual. B, they're collaborating on the results that you are going to deliver them. And they're seeing the numbers in front of them that together you're going to put in their bank account. Which is as emotionally well as triggering a huge response inside because they're imagining having dinner with their family, right? They're imagining being able to hire more people because they have the numbers to do so and grow and scale. So interesting. I, I want to share just a couple comments, Steve. Because sure, please. Oh, good, yes. Tons of people are chiming in and I don't want to uh, miss any. So Erica just shares simply that she loves that, both the buying, increasing the buying power and the pendulum. 
She says, I do lead generation and she can relate. She says, thank you for sharing. And then- Can I just jump onto that one, please? Yeah. Um, With that, what we're covering now is the bookends of people who do digital marketing, marketing and lead generation. So if we help people get out of the brown box, be bright and have a greater clarity of message of the value, the people in the middle, like Erica, that do lead generation, their job is so much easier. And then when we get to the end and they can sell with the the system, the blueprint, the collaboration, it makes them look good (laughs) because they've got better leads coming through and the people can sell at the end. The whole flow is a greater value. So thank you so much for your comments, Erica. And I know you're, you've got my wife that's jumped <laughs> in on here. She was definitely your wife. So I wasn't going <laughs> to throw that out. I was going to act like I wasn't sure. And just, but Pam no, says, no, no. and you can see what works best with different lead generators and do more of what's working now. Yeah. Is Pam so, marketing too? Is she in marketing as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, she, she. Well, we're actually combining again. We've done some um, amazing things together. She's been helping a lot of uh, female entrepreneurs and going down that route. But some of her resources are going to be brilliant for me, helping more of your people, our people. So um, we're joining forces again and um, and putting some awesome programs out there. Great. So uh, imagine we're sitting down with somebody on a screen because my blueprints look. Uh, a mess when we're finished. They've got numbers all over them. And we're going through this journey where we're collaborating on a solution. Can I we actually get to not, a point. Not to interrupt you, but I yes, have please. the self-selling, self-selling blueprint. Can I put that up or are we not Oh, there? please. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Ah. How about that? Cool. Okay. So here's, here's a blueprint. And I can't write on your screen, which um, is a bit of a, a bit of a bugger. But anyhow, that's a good old Aussie term, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and, and let's just say that I'm going through this with people and we've worked out that how we can get their positioning and we've worked a few numbers out and how would it make them feel to stand out and feel you know, more wanted, um, how we can direct um, and, and engage and how they would get more people involved. And we're putting numbers and values and, and put it all down all over it. And as you're going through, I don't have to, but that person is adding up the value, which is going to be far greater than what they think you could possibly charge. And they will get to a point and they will think, from what we've done and we've collaborated, it looks like if I do this, I'm going to put X thousand dollars in my bank account, save X number of hours and a few of the other things. He can't possibly charge more than that. And the question comes, just like those other calls, Steve, this sounds great. How do we work together? How do we get the collaborative solution off the page and into my business and bank account? And it's when you have the blueprint. And I've got the saying, what's the best way to get on the same page as somebody? Have a page to get on. (laughs) (laughs) And when you've got your blueprint and you're collaborating on it, and I've got people all around the world that, that do this now, they are collaborating, they're a part of it. When they are involved, they invest. And when I'm presenting at you and to you, I have to take your word for it. But those those figures of what I've helped you put together, then 
they have to make sense. And we just get to the end of it and say, well, now, Marissa, by the look of it, if we put this system, not, hey, I'm good by me, if we put this system into your business, does it make sense? Uh, it looks like we're going to generate X thousand dollars, save this, does it? Does well, it make written, sense until we get started? I've created it with you, so <clears throat> I'm not going to argue it doesn't make sense. I'm going to say, <laughs> again, I'm going to ask you, how can, I'm going to ask you, Steve, can you make, can you do this? <laughs> can you come in and help me do this? Right. I'm going <clears> to <throat> buy your consulting, your strategy, your coaching for my company, my employees, my managers, whatever it might be. So, yeah. And even though there is a blueprint, every conversation is different mm -hmm. and it's not a piece of paper to inform. It's to inspire. It's not to educate, it's to excite. It's like, look at what we can do. And they are seeing it. So you don't have to go through, but I'm going to give you this and I'm going to give you this and I'm going to give you this. It's like all the value there is in front of them. And that if we can go back to the the last, the, the one before the, the pyramid again, mm -hmm. <clears throat> what happens when I work with some great people, I show them how they can actually go from this is my blueprint on how I deliver your results to, wow, we're creating your great blueprint. By the look of this, you're going to get this, this, and this. It swaps. It takes it up from collaborative to self. And they say, yes, this is a great system. This is going to give great results. So they then take ownership of it. Once they do that, it goes into self-selling. They're then asking, how do we get started and how do we implement this? So instead of going from the imposed and when you're actually getting objections at the end because we've thrown everything at them, going through collaborative where they take ownership to the self is like, this is mine. How do I get it going? It's a massive difference. And if we can go back to the, the actual blueprint itself, And that's the thing. Once you've got clarity, you go from the brown box, the elevating the energy through the connection, collaborating on the sales. All you do then is move to the confirm. Basically confirm the value, confirm the outcomes, confirm the transformation and confirm the next steps. And it's a great, great place to be. And that's pretty well the self-selling blueprint that, that we help people in. And it's, it's really changing the way that people look at the way they market and how they actually sell. So um, I think we've done well to um, get through the the presentation with you controlling everything, we Marissa. Did. So thank we you so did. much. Well, and and the whole, really the takeaway, if, if you're just joining us, I mean, the takeaway that <coughs> I'm getting from your approach, Steve, is it really is ultimately about the customer experience, when the customer feels in control, when you make it convenient for the customer, right? When you build a relationship with the customer, you do that easily with your steps to, you know, build up the buying energy, you build that relationship, then you end up with somebody who trusts you, who has now collaborated with you, right, to make a plan. So ultimately, why would they say no? They're a part of every step of the way. It's not that old school mentality 
prior to the digital age where you impose your thoughts, you give a presentation or you set up this discovery sales call and it feels all icky and people already have their defenses up, right? Now they're a part of every step. Especially I love this idea of this video call, you know, the idea of having a video message or a call or a video email. It's just so in line with this shift in, in the digital world and, and how we're connecting and how we crave that human connection even despite being digital so yeah the big the big thing that um will give these guys as a takeaway is when you learn the pendulum you actually infuse that into most conversations and how can we understand that little bit more and and swing the pendulum up and then be able to swing it back to the other side and when they can actually see the swing the swing in the middle is actually the process that delivers it the, the pain on one side is their purpose, the reason they're talking to you in the middle. The process is the swing and the payoff is what is life going to be like on the other side. Most people talk about their process over and over again, which bores the heck out of people. They don't really care how you're going to do it. They just want to know how do I get from here to here very quickly and that's the swing of the pendulum. When they know how to use that in their conversation, everything changes. Wow. Now Pam just chimed in and this is a perfect point really to end our talk. She just simply says you're no longer selling, you are planning the next steps together, which is absolutely absolutely what it's all about. Steve Woo, I feel like I just got a free masterclass, right, <laughs> on how to get customers B2B. And I even think this works for B2C, right, to, to have them asking to buy. So I think, we're, we're, can I just jump in one thing? Yeah. We're, we've gone from B2B, we've gone from C to C. It's H to H, human it's to what? human. Human to human. I like that. H to I H. Like that. And that's it. In every business, somebody is talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And it every and it's a solution to a need, right? Um, I was actually talking with my fiance this morning because there's a gentleman on Instagram who makes fun of how salespeople interact, you know, the you know, automated emails and the dear sir or madam. And he like makes fun of those interactions and those people. And I thought, okay, everybody is at a different stage of learning, right? Everybody is at a different stage of adapting to digital marketing. You know, you can't really make fun of these people because this is a whole, you know, a livelihood for many people and everybody does it differently. But the takeaway is if there's not a connection there, I mean, it's laugh, you know, it's easy to poke fun because mm. without a connection, I mean, ultimately you're, you're not going to make the sale. You could have the solution to the problem, but like you said, Steve, then people are just going to shop around for the best price. Right. So absolutely. It's yeah. all about standing out, making the connection and optimizing the customer experience, really. Well, I've got a great gift for these people for sitting in and, and having yeah. a listen. I think you've got something on that. And I'd love to give these guys because I know an hour is never enough. So never enough. Um, any, cool, thank things. you so much. Mm -hmm. And then Pam chimed in as well, saying human to human, not B to C or C to C or B to B. Thank you all so much for joining us. Now stick around. We have our engaged digital marketing news of the week coming up. But yes, yeah, Steve, let's talk about how our audience can, and we've got a lot, a load of people 
right now watching on LinkedIn Live. So this is so wonderful. How can they connect with you after the show and tell us about not only your book, but a special gift that you'd like to give our audience today? Yeah, firstly, I work with a couple of different groups of people and I work a number of different ways. Um, I work with groups and I, I teach people how they could actually do it themselves, gives them some tools that they could actually learn and, and implement it themselves. And I also work with organizations that want to fast track it. And I work with them to be able to put this system directly into their business. And although I've written a couple of books, I'm lazy and I don't really like writing. So now I write what's <laughs> called back pocket guides. <laughs> hey, at least um, you're honest, okay? I, I'm, I'm you're honest. honest. So, which is um, my wife, who's a 14 times Amazon best-selling author, um, kicks my butt. But anyhow, the back pocket guide to self-selling secrets has a lot of this in. There are some links in there. There's got some training in there. There's all sorts of things. So there's there's a, a link there to go and grab that. Um, if they they're ready and they want to say, Steve, how can we work together in your particular business? Um, when they get the book then I'll reach out and say, hey, listen, if you do want a, a, a performance and prominence call, then we can have a look at that and organize that. And what I am going to do is in two weeks' time, a, a full two-hour deep dive session on how to do this. So again, the first step is just grab a copy of the Back Pocket Guide to Self-Selling Secrets. Then I'll let you know exactly where the training is. My email is in there, um, steve at stevebrosman.com. If you do want to reach out with any individual questions or how I could work with you or your organization, then please feel free to reach out and I will um, I'll get directly back in touch with you. So that's helping you get the next steps. And the first next step would be either reach directly to me or grab the back pocket guide to self-selling secrets. And that's got some um, some really cool info in there. Wonderful. Larry just commented. Thank you so much, Steve and Marissa. Brilliant. So Larry, thank you so much. I hope that your takeaway was, is, I'm kind of still processing everything, but it all <laughs> makes complete sense. And it- <laughs> I, I told you I was a sprinter. Yeah, right? No, so great. I think the PowerPoints, now I understand. Steve was ready to go with a PowerPoint presentation and technology didn't really agree with us today, but we were able to pop up a couple slides. And I'm sure if you want to connect with Steve, he has incredible master classes that are ongoing and different programs that he has going on throughout the year. So if this was just really touching on that tip of the iceberg for you and you want to know more, get his back pocket guide, connect with him so that you can dive right into one of his workshops or classes. Clyde joined in. He says, thank you, Marissa. I'll rewatch the show. He logged in late. Clyde, thank you so much. One of our original, I call him one of our OG, Ochochi and Clyde have been tuning in for every show. Clyde, thank you so much for your support. Definitely watch the replay. There's some great slides that you can actually screenshot and be able to, I think, refer to in the future. So brilliant, Steve, brilliant. I don't really want to say goodbye to you, but I have to. Um, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, sharing your insights and all, all like your incredible wealth of knowledge. I'm going to share with everybody our Engaged Digital Marketing News of the Week. Before I do that, anything else you'd like to say? I'm going to say the purpose of this is to start changing the thinking. And if we've done that, that's good. We can take the next steps together to start implementing it. 
And for my Brazilian friend, Larry, muito obrigado, which is thank you very much. Wonderful. Steve, thank you so much. Stay in the studio. I want to connect with you after the show. Right now, though, it is time for our digital marketing news of the week. Every single week, I share a new piece of digital marketing news. It's either news or a trend. It's something new that you should be on the lookout for. And today, I want to read to you a little bit about the brand new creator mode on LinkedIn on the LinkedIn profile. So LinkedIn creators are members who regularly share content with their professional community to demonstrate their expertise, ignite conversations about ideas and experiences, and build communities around their common interests. If you create content regularly, and I think Steve is a great example of someone who does, and you want to build your following on LinkedIn, you can now use the creator mode. That might be the right fit for you. So creator mode is a new setting on LinkedIn that was just created as a result of the recent profile updates. So you will find in your profile dashboard the option to turn on the creative mode more prominently, which will display your content and encourage others to follow you. So what creator mode does for LinkedIn creators is first, it helps you grow your following. 50% of member follows come from profile views. Obviously, if your content is more easily viewed, you're going to get more profile views. Ultimately, that may lead to more followers for you. With creator mode, your primary profile action button changes from connect to follow, which is very similar on other social media platforms, and that can help you grow your audience. The option to connect is still available for creators under the more button. So your content will now be showcased above your experience and about sections, and you can also add hashtags to your profile intro so that potential followers can easily see what topics you post about the most. Creator mode will also make members eligible for search and discovery results downstream, helping creators get more discovered and grow their audience. So I'd love for you to weigh in in the comments section. Are you somebody who would consider using the creative mode or the creator mode, excuse me, on LinkedIn? Let me know. I'd love for you to weigh in. Marcelo, thank you so much for your comments today. He says, very good. Congratulations and thank you for the event. And Marcelo is also joining us from Brazil. Well, I want to thank you all so very much for tuning in to this week's bi-weekly episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. If you tuned in a little late, as they say in Australia, no worries, right? We'll have the replays available. I see Steve laughing in, in, in the box below. We'll have the uh, replay available for you, not only on our LinkedIn page and our Facebook page, but it will be available on YouTube. And if you've connected with Steve Brossman on LinkedIn, I'm sure he'll be sharing the replay as well. Listen, if you have topic suggestions that you would like us to ask the experts, or you would like more information about Engage, I do want to encourage you to connect with me on LinkedIn. It's at Marissa Morgan. And you can also email me personally, marissa.m at engage.com. My last request is simply to have you follow us on LinkedIn. We're all about growing our audience as well, just like you. And our platform with 25 plus free conversational sales and marketing tools is such a great opportunity for you to grow and scale your business. 
help do what Steve is suggesting, which is connect with your customers, create a more personal experience, build relationships. That's what our tools are all about. So connect with us on LinkedIn so you can learn more about our platform. And don't forget to tune in. Every week we feature two different shows, usually on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And Steve, you'll be happy to know that this week almost has been dedicated to Australia because our show on Thursday will be another Australian guest from Sydney. Miss Karen Tisdell will be joining us as well. So Tune in on Thursday, I believe it's 7 p.m. Eastern. And if you have not yet connected with us on LinkedIn, be sure to do that and connect with Steve Brossman as well. Everybody, it's been so wonderful to connect with you today and continue talking about how we can grow and scale, how we can really truly adapt to the new opportunities that digital marketing is giving us. And thanks to Steve Brossman today, we've learned a lot about how to increase our buying energy so that our customers are not just business to business or consumer to consumer or business to consumer, but human to human, right? Have them all come to us asking to buy. Don't forget to connect with Steve for more information on his master classes. And I hope to see you all very soon. We'll see you back here on Thursday. Have a great day, everybody.